The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up and welcome back to another kind of funny reaction to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Paris Lilly. We got the Hogan leg drop. He joined the NWO. I'm excited, man. This this was a great ending to that episode, man. We have Andy Cortez. Man, I just like couldn't sleep last night. It's too good. Greg Miller. How great was the head tilt when he, Anthony Mack call, Mackey calls him on it? He untilts his head while he's talking to Bucky. Get him, Zemo. <laughs> Nick Scarfino. I mean, that last shot, right? The last oh, shot of him. Good. Just so like, good. The, the, yeah. the shield covered in blood. We've never seen that before. It's crazy. And, of course, Kevin Coelho. Dude, we all called it. That shield covered in blood. Like, wow. The, the way they build I, things up, like, they put such an emphasis on the shield. And then to see it in that pan around shot. And, like, it's just blood on the bottom. Jen asked me this, and I, I couldn't come up with it either. She was discussing it, because obviously we just finished our MCU rewatch. But, like, have we seen blood like that in the MCU before? Like, have, has there been a lot? There's never been a lot of blood, obviously. There's never of, been people, no. like, just gushing out. But, like, have we seen even that amount on a weapon? Like, I, I that was, like, so. it hits so hard. And, obviously, it's because it's the shield. And, obviously, it's us watching this episode, uh, you know, him fall apart and break down. But then to get there and see old Johnny Walker <laughs> covered in blood. Like, it looks like it was based on a comic cover or something like that. Like, it's something that they wanted to be really true to the vision of. That's yeah. how, yeah. in my opinion, how iconic that shot was. That sure we will kind of remember that for a long time of just feeling it had a lot of boys vibes, man. It just felt oh, yeah. so wrong. You know, this I, is I, kind of funny reactions real quick. Let me do the, the rigmarole, all this stuff. So yeah. people know that they can get this on youtube.com slash kind of funny and roosterteeth.com. They can also get it as a podcast. Just search for kind of funny screencast and it'll be there for you. Kind of funny reactions is that is what you're looking for. Paris, what'd you think? No, I, I was going to just, since we're kind of starting at the very end there, I thought it also symbolized the shot in Civil War where Steve is over Tony. Totally. And it, it was the same thing. And mm -hmm. instead, Steve kind of showed the difference between him and John Walker. Steve just takes out the power source for, for Iron Man, whereas obviously John Walker went completely too far, you know, in that moment. So, yeah, I just think overall it was it, it started off slow. But what we got with the door Milaje, obviously, we got the flashback to Wakanda. We got a little more backstory with with his relationship or Bucky's relationship you know, with uh, Ao, I, I think that's how you say her name correctly. And dude, what a scene. Like, you want to yeah, talk about so the, the range of one uh, Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan here, right? As he's mm -hmm. sitting there, like, break, crying. Had like, me oh crying. God. Yeah. yeah, so good. I wasn't expecting to be crying, like, at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> like, uh, it, 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 it just such a great intro. It's exactly what they... I thought the episode started off really, really strong and then made some weird decisions that I wasn't super into. I didn't... Some of the scenes were supposed to be played out, I think, in a comedic way, like John Walker and Battlestar getting beat up by the door of Milaje, and it was just awkward for me. I just thought it wasn't really set up that great, and 
like them being like, hey, you're doing great, John. You know, like it, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to play a certain yeah. way, but it just wasn't working for me for whatever reason. And then Zemo escapes and then the episode got better and a little bit more back on track. But for a while, they're kind of wavering for me, but I thought it ended incredibly strong. See, I felt that, that, that fight scene, I felt like that was very much a like, oh, like shit's about to go bad. Like this is going to push him even one step. Like the whole time I was it like. Needed it. Yeah. it needed oh, yeah, it. It needed it. But, sure. but yeah, what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is like the the vibe I was getting is like, oh, this is going to demoralize him even further. Like this is the breaking point. Like I, I kept looking at my little brother and be like, they're they're not even super soldiers, and then he says that, yeah. And I was yeah. just like, oh, like this crushes him, and like they're just kind of sitting there laughing at him, you know, while while this is going on. I thought that was a really poignant, well done moment that like had me like all worked up and be like, oh shit, this guy's about to snap. My one thing about it, right, is that we've all been watching the show. Obviously, we've all seen them seeding out the uh, Johnny Walker here, losing his mind, right, and and not be. And eventually, he's going to take the serum and yada yada yada. I feel like I could have gone for just one episode that would have broken us from the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier plot and just been about him and showed a more grad, even if it was a flashback getting us to there, a more gradual him like, God, I can't, I just can't do this. Cause I feel like we've seen it, but I've almost seen it. I feel like it's, it's so forced that those moments have to be so big that they're so big that they seem out of character from the guy we just saw mm-hmm. get interviewed by Good Morning America, right? Like, even when he, yeah. a couple episodes, yells at uh, uh, Bucky and uh, Falcon outside of the police station. Like, I understood why he did it, and I was like, oh, he's loot. But it's, it also felt like we went from, you know, we went from, a, you know, him being a zero or two to all of a sudden being an eight, then kind of back. And I'm like, yeah, I see, get what you're trying to do. It's just so hard. I think they were a little more subtle than that. I think there was a slight undercurrent of, like, craziness underneath hit the surface, right? I shouldn't say craziness. I should say, like... Um, I, I think he did play it pretty well, especially in that scene where he's talking, uh, where they're talking in like the, at the like the outdoor bar thing, and he's like, "Well, you got three medals of honor." He's like, "But we all know what I had to do to get sure, that, right, right, right. Like, the worst we all, day we all like, know yeah. that what really went down, and like all this nice exterior that they've put out is not what we are. There is a current of there's a raging storm down there, and I think he was just looking for an excuse to take the super the serum. And I like that they played it like that, where he asks his friend, he was like, uh, That was great. That. He, uh, what is Battle that character? Battlestar. Battle Battle he asked Battlestar, he's like, Would you take it? He's like, Hell yeah, I'd take it. And he'd already taken it at that point. He's like, Okay, cool. I'm glad I did that. I don't know and if he I, had I taken even, it yet. Well, I, either way, at some point, he took it. And he. Yeah. I like the reveal of him grabbing the pipe and then, and then he bends it. And I had that, Oh shit moment. Like, he yeah. already took it. It was the shield in the wall for me. Yeah, yeah that was Jen right. caught it at shield in the wall, and then when he kicked the dude down like the flight of stairs and he slammed it, I I went, how would a human? Oh, and Jen's like, yeah, he already took it. See, the what I really the really love about the gift for me though, because we saw him like throwing it around when he was just like a mere mortal. So yeah, but not just betting it in a concrete wall. Before we move past it, I actually really like this conversation that Nick's talking about because that was that was the moment where he's like getting like deciding to take it. But also we see, uh, you know, John Walker just be like, we see the hesitation in him, and it's so cool to see his like Battlestar, his Bucky, be like, no, yeah, we gotta take it, and like it, it's gonna bring out what's in you, and like you kind of see in his face like the, there be worry. Yeah, yeah I, like I, he's I, gonna, I, it's gonna bring out all the demons, basically. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Because again, that goes all the way back to, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, I forget the doctor's name, basically said all it does is amplify. Yeah, amplifies who you already are, right? 
But then we see the parallel of that great conversation with Zemo and Falcon or Falcon mm -hmm. without hesitation. Nope, wouldn't take it even if it was offered to me. And you could see Zemo in, in a way respected that, that he was like, oh, OK, good. You realize you don't need to enhance yourself to be the person that you are. Yeah, my favorite thing about the episode was the conversation uh, between Battlestar and uh, John Walker, where they were talking about the serum, and John was very much the the whole talk about like what he did to get those medals of honor and all that, and talking about will he take the serum or not, should they, all that, and the way they're talking about the serum is so well built up of the show so far of the, what that actually means, what the shield actually means, but to him, he's like. Yeah, imagine if I had the serum, then how different that could have went and how different it could go. And I love that immediately he then gets the serum. And what happens? He can't that protect his friend bad. who dies. Yeah. And he then goes and murders people. It's like right. he he thought that the serum was the answer and it definitely was not. And like it, it, it all goes back to the first Avenger stuff of like it's it's about the man more than the, the, the power and what the man does with that power. And it's just it was so, so beautifully done. I, I agree with Andy that. Somewhere in the middle of this, and this is episode uh, four, correct, of, yeah. of the, the show, which going into it, I, I kind of expected, I was like, all right, we're going to get the, you know, two thirds through a movie stuff where it's like just kind of connecting a couple ends to then have the big finale uh, in the next couple episodes. And while it did feel like that, um, I was very impressed with overall the episode having a lot of meat to it. And, and it, it felt like it actually was very substantial. Starting with the Wakanda stuff, I was shocked. And I, I shouldn't have been with the, with what we ended on last episode, but I really like hearing the music and seeing them actually go to Wakanda. I was like, wow, I, I love that the MCU is so varied that it, it can allow this. But I think that when we start dealing with some of our B plot, C plot stuff and having the flag smashers and uh, dealing with them while dealing with Falcon and winter soldier, while dealing with Zemo, while dealing with the, the John Walker Battlestar stuff, all of it has a similar tie about the idea of the serum and, and what it means to like, who's right. Who's a good guy. Who's a bad guy. All of them kind of feel a little debatable, but I think with that, there's an illusion of nuance more than there's actual depth to some of the characters, like the flag smasher stuff. Mm. Uh, and we, we were talking last week about like, I mean, they're just terrorists. Like they're tr trying to make us feel for them, but like, they're just doing bad things. And more and more, it just feels like a lot of the characters are doing that. And it's like the morally gray doesn't feel so morally gray when it's like, well, it, it starts just feeling out of character for what they're doing. You know what it is for me, Tim? It feels like they, they need, there, there's a lack of overarching antagonist. Like there's, there needs to be a big baddie in this because when she, when she starts talking about the people that they're up against, she's talking in kind of vague terms of like, we're, yeah. we're fighting the system and fighting Man. corporations. And, and then after a certain point, you're like, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So who? Wait, who? It's getting a little muddled, and so that altruisticness that we're supposed to see in the character is difficult to see because we don't have that counterpoint on the other end of like the big baddie who's like, yeah, I am kind of terrible, and but they are fighting against me. There, it is really complex because they are kind of fighting someone that is like super nebulous and like they don't have. So they have the power broker. They're fighting the idea, right? But also they're fighting different nations reforming and pushing out back yeah. yeah yeah putting borders back up so that is like such a levy like i i think you're right on 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 feeling the way you're feeling because it is very much like wait who's the enemy oh it's just how do you win this yeah exactly or, yeah yeah so it, it I, just seems like the tactics they're using are gonna it, it, like they're yeah. fighting a well, global the, battle that, but the, they're fighting it like this town the, to town and it's not gonna I work i feel like the whole theme of this show is desperation right like because mm. it's like they're um carly or is, is that's her name Car carly carly, yeah, carly, yeah is um, she's not feeling like she's getting anywhere. So they took the serum. And 
they're still not getting anywhere. So getting now anywhere. she's yeah. resorting to this violence. It's it's yeah it's I yeah, I, yeah that, I, I, that hold on I want to hear Paris Paris yeah. been chomping at the bit over here. let him go <laughs> no because I wanted to put this spin on it because again this this kind of goes back when you you bring Falcon into it and in some of the conversations that they were having so the fact that she's fighting against a post post uh, blip world right the world has been restored but it brings it all full circle that maybe Thanos was right because obviously when everyone got snapped instead of them fighting each other the borders open the world came together they were all helping each other and the flag smashers are a symbol of that post snap world where the world was as one now we're in the blip everyone's back to the basically back to their bullshit again and we have borders and we have all this political stuff and you know people that you know were basically going to one country for assistance they're no longer allowed there anymore they're being as usual out. sort of thing yeah exactly so when you look at Carly in that standpoint, I understand her cause, mm. but at the same time, she thought, well, I needed more power to settle, to, to make things right. So this, right. again, brings what Zemo was saying in their supremacists. And the, that, the, the, see, the, that was such a cool moment where, where yeah. what, what, but, but also very, very, very like indicative of, of uh, Zemo's character where he's taking a group of people that are fighting for a good ideal and he twists it and calls yep. them supremacists. And then, and it, which just like inceptions that idea in, in, into people's brains. They're like, no, they're 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 trying to do a good thing. But he's like, no, I'm going to call him supremacists, even though he is, he would be the archetype of what you would think. But he was kind of right yeah. though, because then yeah. because then you take the conversation that Falcon has with Carly, and he basically called her on it, and she kind of didn't, she she couldn't justify. It. Yeah, the, he, the he talks her into the corner of saying yeah. the thing of like he, she'd want more soldiers, right? And he's like, well, she, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. He's like, yeah. that's what you said. That that conversation was so well done, so uh, yeah. great. And I think you know to g give a shout out while, and keep this conversation going, but a shout out to uh, Anthony Mackie and what he's doing with Sam. And like this is the episode I think that established so much of what we already knew about him and threads, but tied it together and showed why he'd be Captain America. No, I wouldn't take the serum. I j he went in there and talked to her and actually talked her down. Yeah. And it was that thing of like. Oh man, you're risking a lot to go in there and talk to. Him. And then he calls, you know, Captain America on his bullshit. I was like, this is what I do. I talk. I, you know, I, I've talked to vets. Let but me go in there and do this. And like, yeah, that's the way he responds to his uh, sister and the way all that works out. Like, I just, I thought it was so great. But that's the thing too. That's so great about Captain America, right? It's like you think about him back in the Avengers and mid tier, you know, as far as power is concerned, as far as physical power is concerned. But that's not the power of Captain America. It's his ability to lead. It's his ability to see like those dangers and and make sure people aren't just wading into it, you know, haphazardly. We'll also look at the fact, again, just talking about symbols and the super soldier serum and all that, but even the shield itself, Carly rejected the shield because she saw it as a symbol that was the old ways and should just be destroyed. You see the shield in the hands of John Walker. It doesn't hold the values that Steve, Wa Steve Walker, Steve Rogers had, obviously the, the end shot we had with the blood. So I, I think, again, because we know ultimately Sam's going to get that shield. The shield only is a symbol of good if it's in the right hands. You know what I mean? So I, I think that also ties into this as well. Like you don't need the, the serum to be Captain America. The shield is doesn't make you Captain America. You make the shield the symbol because you, you deserve it because you are Captain America. And I think everything that you guys were talking about with Falcon, we're, we're seeing just over the course of the series he is Captain America. He, totally. he is literally showing you that he's been Captain America this entire time. There was that great yeah. line, right, where when he, he's talking to uh, Carly about it, right, and she's like, 
you're either brilliant or the most naive person. Like, you know what I mean? That's like what Steve was, right? That he had an ideal. And it's like, you know, again, going back to the whole, even though they assigned it to Sharon at the funeral in the MCU, right? The Captain America speech of be the tree, plant yourself and know you move, right? And he has a line in here. I forget it now, but it was something, Sam, something very similar to the we we don't trade lives, right? Like there are ideals and Sam is laying them out and showing what his version of all this is. I do want to point out another scene I wasn't super into. Um, Carly calling the sister. Another scene that just didn't quite work for me. It felt we needed it to get to the next part. We needed Sam to be up there angry. And we needed him to rush up there and have this feeling of, uh, you know, there's danger out there. My family's in danger now. How dare she go after my my nephew and niece or whatever it was. Um, it, It just seemed a little... A little too far-fetched for me. It's I, I understand what the point of it was. I just didn't feel like it, it worked out too too great with her. First off, with just sister answering the phone, hey, how's it going? Uh, hey, this is Carly so-and-so. Oh, yeah, you're that terrorist, huh? Like, it just felt really <laughs> yeah. odd. Uh, well like, <laughs> yeah, it just didn't feel natural, I guess. But, uh, I, I, I liked it because it I felt like it was Carly being like, is your story real? Like, uh, what what aspects of your story mm, are real? Mm. And then her getting the response and being like, I like you. You know, that, like, I feel like in turn means I trust Falcon more. Well, yeah, she and she wanted she wanted Falcon and, and Bucky to join join her cause, yeah. which obviously they rejected. I, I want to say this because I want to make sure we, we remember to bring this in, into the conversation. Um who is Sharon Carter working for? I don't think she's the power broker, but it really I think she's the like power she's, broker. Oh, you I think, think she is? I think she's. I still think she is. I think she's at least working for him at a minimum, but you could be yeah. right. But she's there's definitely a, another kept, side to her. They kept saying he as the power broker, and I think that's to throw us off. Mm. They kept saying, could like, be. he's not going to be happy about this, this and that. And I, I do think it's kind of yeah. just to, to throw off the audience. Tim's Tim, like, Tim been wanting to butt in forever. Possible. Uh, no, I mean, you know, there's just been a ton of stuff, but what's, so this is a weird conversation to have uh, out of order, but, um, I, I don't think they're doing a great job with Falcon and Winter Soldier now four episodes in of, ma- of making them the good guys just because they're the, the title characters. Cause I feel like we see in the first episode, Falcon's straight up killing people, throwing people out of helicopters and shit. And it's just weird to then see this thing of, yeah, the shield has blood on it, but it's like. Falcon straight murking people too. And I, I don't think that they're doing a great job of like dealing with that and showing if the show's so morally gray and show up so about every side has a, a perspective. And I just feel like they don't do a good job of really dealing with the fact. And there's still two episodes for them to tie this in, but they broke Zemo out. Like they yeah. were doing a lot of really well, bad shit in addition to just killing people on, on missions and stuff. And so that's not really like congruent to me um but one thing i do really like that i feel thematically is working really well is with the flag smashers and with this whole idea of the blip and the the nation was united no longer not nation nations were united and no longer are and all that i i really like the the use of um the people with power and how they feel they can assert that power on others because even i think it was episode two they were talking to um falcon and it was falcon talking to the army to captain america the john walker and he's like, we don't need to work with your rules because we're superheroes. We can, do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was like, you know, we, we don't need to, to listen to that. We kind of have our own shit. And it's like, that's kind of like scary to think about. And then the Dora Milaje did the same thing here where they come, they're just like, everywhere is our jurisdiction. And it's like, hmm. It's not, you know, right. like that's totally like, and, and it, like Wakanda, they're not super soldiers, but it's like, 
even though we look at them as the good guys, it's like, that's scary. That's not a good thing. And I think that well, that's, that is a cool through line. Kill it's, also, it's also interesting that yeah. we've taken a step back as far as like what happened after civil war, right? Where it's like, it wasn't the whole point of civil war that you're not just allowed to go anywhere you want yeah. and not have any accountability. And now we've got two Avengers just running amok all over Europe, just killing people. And Tim, to your earlier point, they make it that not only do they not care so much about the consequences of their actions, they kind of make a joke about how Baron Zemo killed that that scientist in the prior episode is like, dude, you just let him yeah. kill the guy, and they kind of chuckle about it. I'm like, that's a shocking, like, that's a huge thing. If Steve Rogers saw someone like murder a person in front of him, I'm like, dude, we got this guy's got to go back, right? There would be some bigger consequences emotionally for that. Um, which Tim, I, which what, I was getting to. What you're not seeing though is that the people falling out of the helicopter, Spider Man's there, zapping him to walls like in the video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, last thing I want to say is shout outs to Baron Zima and like just being so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, so singularly motivated to move for his cause. Like, there's that one moment where he sees the, the, the serum on the ground, and he's like, is that what I think it is? And then yeah. he just starts popping the fucking things and just feel like... But also he, maybe, like, maybe shoot the, your adversary first, and then you got plenty of time to pop the things on the floor, right? He's like, you got yeah, a super he, soldier in front of you, you winged her, and he's like, ah, she'll be fine. She'll stay there for a hot second. No, she's <laughs> gonna get out. It's just fast as fuck. But that's the thing. Like, it's smarter to make it so there's no way to make more super soldiers than to kill one super soldier, right? Oh, I know, That's but I mean, literally, she's sitting at his feet. I'd be like, okay, I got five bullets left in this. And Let's like two empty seconds that out, later, John Walker fucking hits him in the face with uh, uh, his oh, that's shield. A, oh, that's a good yeah. point. That was hilarious. Donk. Paris? Concussion. Yeah, I actually want to go to back to something you were just talking about, Tim, because I, I, I think this is, again, the, the overall thing of the show. His presence is just there. Thunderbolt Ross, exactly what you're talking about. These super-powered beings running amok, not caring about borders, doing all this stuff. The door Melage is like, screw you, we can do whatever we want. This is exactly why Thunderbolt Ross wanted the Sokovia Accords, right? That has to factor into this by, by the end of this show. Bucky and Falcon shouldn't be able to break Zemo out of prison and not have a consequence to it, right? Mm-hmm. The Dora Milaje shouldn't be able to go around basically one to assassinate Zemo without consequence. I mean, obviously what the Flag Smashers are doing, John Walker, what he just did, all of that goes back to Thunderbolt Ross, in my opinion, and the Sokovia Accord. So I do hope they address this by the end. Maybe it's an after credit teaser or something like that, but he has to appear here somewhere. He okay. has to address this. Greg, you had your head raised. Yeah, it's doubling back to a point that was made a little bit ago, but about, you know, Falcon killing people and knocking them out of the helicopter. Aren't, aren't, don't the rules of the MCU and how we look at these characters differentiate that between the murder of this other guy by John Walker? Because, like, Falcon knocking people out of the helicopter is an act of war, right? Those people were armed terrorists up in the air doing right. all this stuff. They had terrible. kidnapped someone. They were, they, and like the, the idea on the other side here is this, and granted, I mean, they this, this, you know, the uh, the flag smashers have, you know, blown up things and done all this stuff. But like, I guess it's just the difference of Falcon having the belief that they are redeemable, that they're doing this for a cause as he, ha- you know, he's had this conversation with her. And then, of course, Captain America brutally murdering this guy who's down, who's like, you know, done. I, I feel like there's a difference there between kicking the dude out the 
helicopter and then taking the shield I, and bashing this I mean, guy to death. Absolutely, but uh, but it's adding to what Nick was saying too about the like the dude, the doctor was just shot in front of him, and it's sure. because of them breaking Zima and partnering. Yeah, with them. sure. It's like they're responsible for a lot of shit. I, I, I agree. agree that, like, the, the helicopter yeah. thing isn't necessarily the best, but it's not just that. It's that is just one element of of a lot. Yeah. Uh, we got to wrap up because we got to do uh, kind of funny games daily and some other stuff. Boop, boop. But we'll be back uh, next week to talk about episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, also, we're doing reaction videos to Invincible. It's live right now for Invincible episode five. Good. Very exciting stuff. Watch Go watch it, Invincible, everybody. please. It's so, it's so good. good. Oh my good. god, it's so good. Till next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.